0: up everybody we are back with the hot buy happy hour quinn here with the boys sammy kobe sammy what's going on uh nothing much buddy had a
1: uh, ridiculous weekend this
0: this weekend uh so
1: so right now we're on location at best cigar pub i'm having a cigar having a drink here uh, it was a little too cold to go sit on my back porch 31 degrees here in uh in northeast pennsylvania so uh yeah i came over visited my friends and uh you know, sit, sitting in a private room, let me do my pod. It's a it's a pretty sweet deal. Smoking a new cigar. It's a Aganorosa, rare leaf reserve. I'd never had it before when I came in this this evening. One of the guys was like, "Here, this is complimentary on the house. Try it. It's a good one." So, smoking it, it's pretty solid. Um, I might buy it again. I don't even know how much it is, but uh, it's not not a bad stick.
0: What you drinking tonight, Sammy?
1: Oh, I'm going with uh with the The pear, cranberry, Moscow mules, very tart. It's hitting the spot. Uh, I'm a big fan. Not something I would ever drink at home, but again, I'm at best cigar pub. So
0: when in Rome cares, that's right. Kobe, what's going on with you?
1: Um, I'm just chilling.
0: Uh,
2: wife went out babysitting or went out, um, Christmas shopping. So I am home alone with Roman. Um, yeah, so we're drinking Diet too. We're not. We're not. We're not
1: drinking any beer or anything. So, so old boy, old, old boy may make his podcast debut today, huh? Oh yeah, ro- yeah. Roman Garvin, uh,
2: he's our uh, um, in-house tantrum, to- tantrum having toddler. Um, so he'll fit right in with Sammy.
0: Oof. I like it.
2: <laughs> um, for those of you that can't see him because you're listening, not in the which meeting, should be everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's currently trying to eat the camera, so this is going to be exciting. Uh, what are you up to, friend?
0: Uh Hanging out, watch a little Monday Night Football. Got big fantasy game riding on this one. I need Saquon Barkley to outscore Tom Brady by 11 points because somehow in a league in which I had Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift going this weekend, I'm not feeling safe. But... We got a good beer, though. It got a Sierra Nevada Hoptimum. It's a triple IPA. Really smooth. Kind of warms your chest a little bit, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, they sneak up on you. Hey, So, so uh, can, can I tell you guys how my weekend went? Go for it. Might have been the most ridiculous sports weekend I've ever had. So I, uh, I fly. I was down in Louisiana last week for work, as you guys know. If you listen to the pod, fly straight to Boston family drives over and meets me Thursday night and uh, we're planning on going to the Florida state game. So Friday night, we go and watch the Lakers against the Celtics in the garden and uh, get to watch the Celtics beat the crap out of them. It was definitely, definitely worth watching. Uh, Next day, Boston college Florida state kicks off at noon. So we head over there and the tailgate scene is not the best at Boston college. And, for us, we were staying by the airport. It's like an hour train ride. The train was packed with Knowles fans. It was nuts, like shoulder to shoulder. My wife is on the other side of the train. She's got the beers for tailgating. I'm on the other side with our buddy Tom, who, uh, who listens to the pod, and I'm yelling across the, the train, Mindy, beer me! Mindy, beer me! She wouldn't do it. We got the entire train to start yelling at Mindy, my wife, to beer me. She passes over a beer, and the entire train applauds her. I don't know if she's ever got a standing ovation like that in her entire life, but it was great. So we, we is finished, awesome. We, we finished the Florida State W. It was a tough nail-biter at the end, but they get the W. Like I said, noon game. That night, me, my buddy Tom, and my daughter this time, it's my son the night before, my daughter this time, we go and we watch the OKC Thunder against the Celtics. So I got two Celtics games at the Garden, the Florida State win against Boston College, all packed into about three days. That's,
0: that's, that's a busy weekend. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wait,
2: no standing ovation even at the wedding?
1: <laughs> no, no. Oh, come on, bro. We're too old for that. We just went to the Justice Center i'm not playing that crap uh, <laughs>
2: wait how long how long have you two been married
1: no i mean it's been 15 years but we were like screw this we're not we're not trying to get everybody here we'll just we'll just go and uh hit up the courthouse
0: easy enough yeah speaking of easy enough we got a quick easy show for you all here today gonna go over week 11 another interesting week of football um dive right into our game picks for the week and then of course prime beef take sammy's number one uh bullshit and i'll hit y'all with a music moment y'all ready to rock let's do it buddy let's go all right week 11 a lot of really good games some blowouts and some surprising blowouts um yeah what do y'all want to talk about well, oh, let's
1: just get get the, the first blowout out of the way. Dude, we were on the Colts early, and we jumped off that bandwagon.
0: At the wrong time.
1: At the wrong time. What an ass
0: woman.
2: Quinn did jump back in. I think it was last week that he I've,
0: was. I think I'll have to go back and look. But I really think this week might be the first time I picked against Indianapolis all season. Uh, I'm not i not certain I on so that, that, but I know I've picked them almost every damn game. I
1: will give you props, Kobe. You did pick that. I didn't pick anything else.
2: <laughs> Fair. We're back to yeah, our that... regular scheduled ass whooping where y'all are far and away better than me at picking games.
1: Hey, so so you would think a team that drops 41, and I, I understand that Jonathan Taylor had a monster game. <laughs> team drops 41 and Carson Wentz throws for 100 yards.
0: Yeah, I know. I had a team that dropped 41, and my quarterback in fantasy gave me 10.
1: Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Some of these stat lines just, just boggle my mind. You, you, what, what else, you guys? Anything else with that indie game?
0: Um, just the fact that Jonathan Taylor might legitimately need to be considered an MVP candidate.
1: Well, you guys know why that is, right? Because we question we questioned him on this podcast after about week five. Oh, he listens. And he listens, we know he listens to the spot.
0: He's the one using the VPN in uh Germany. In, in Germany. That, yeah. That's what yeah. it is. He's Germany. Yeah.
1: We're on to JT. <laughs> hey, hit us hit us up on Twitter, bro. If you ever want to come on.
0: Dude, imagine.
2: <laughs> um I have one more thing on that game. Um who is the Bills kick returner, or let me rephrase, who is the Bills former kick returner? No clue. No, the, the guy, he what, just tripped over the 15-yard line and just fumbled the ball?
0: Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know who it is.
1: I, I couldn't tell you either. Hopefully, he's an offensive player. I, I hope so. <laughs>
0: well, for, him, for his sake. Yeah. He's about to be not a player.
2: Yeah, I, ball that's ball a great ball. way to get cut. Me and my dad were talking about it yesterday. We were saying uh, uh, someone raised the line. They used that extra thick uh, line paint, you know, in case <laughs> for bad weather.
1: Yeah, well, Daniel Jones would agree with that.
0: Oh, no. Don't – poor Danny. Fastest, fastest speed of the week right before a face plant.
2: In honor of Giants on Monday Night Football.
0: That's right. Yep. But um, yeah, I I wasn't shocked that the Colts won that game. I thought they were good enough to win it. I was shocked the Colts won that game the way they won that game. Yeah, that's the thing.
2: Uh, yeah, that's that's huge. And um, we we saw it on on uh, social media all week that someone asked Frank Reich about managing Jonathan Taylor's touches, and he said, "Oh, we're probably actually going to give him more." He he wants more.
0: I'm sorry, Tom Brady just scrambled for twelve. That that's a thing.
2: Fly squirrel. Brain. Tom Brady is an alien.
0: No, that's that's Mark Zuckerberg.
2: No, he's a lizard person. We'll get into that <laughs> later.
1: <laughs> hey, so so going back to that game, we talked previously about how Josh Allen goes, that team goes, and. I mean, I I think I even said last week, you know, that's kind of dumb to say about the quarterback, but I think this team is more dependent on their quarterback than most others. And when you look at the stat line that he had 200 yards passing two and two, uh, you know, we talked about him having to take care of the ball and he needs to have a positive touchdown to interception ratio and and two for two and two is not going to cut it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if Josh Allen can't, can't get his shit together for a playoff run, I think this team's in big trouble. Like Kobe alluded to last week with his uh this hot take.
0: Or was that yeah. two weeks ago? It was last week. Um, speaking of positive touchdown to interception ratios, hey Ryan Tannehill, what the fuck? Yo, one and four.
2: Are we, <laughs> we going to count uh, fumble fumbles lost in
0: that number two as well? well yeah, or? That, that, that's five turnovers if we counting fumbles lost. Fumbled twice. Fumbled twice. Lost one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, again, I, I go back to these stats that are just mind-boggling to me. Tennessee, 420 yards of offense, and I understand they had a, a lot of turnovers. Houston, 190 yards of offense. It's just, it's one of those. Days. It's actually the inverse of what Tennessee had done the previous two weeks. Where we were looking at it, going 200 yards of offense, and you're getting W's. So That's they did the special opposite. teams. <laughs> yeah, special teams and turnovers. Well, try, yeah. you want to talk about yards and
2: still getting the W's? Um, The Steelers pulled off something immaculate yesterday. So whenever they blocked that punt and put them on the three-yard line, then they lost two yards. So now negative two-yard drive. Then a penalty to the one-yard line where they then score. So the Steelers, and I I couldn't find anything to prove this, but I'm just going to announce it. It's got to be the very first time in NFL history that an offense got negative yards and scored a touchdown.
0: Yeah, Steelers literally negative one-yard touchdown drive.
1: Kobe, that is a hell of a stat, if true. I don't know if it
0: is. Oh, it's 100% true. Well, I don't know about it being the first one, but they definitely yeah, that's had that's a negative one-yard touchdown drive.
1: No, no, no. I did not find that. anything about it. I get that. I mean, the first time it's ever happened. Yeah, I'm not going to go look it up. I'm just going to give you credit for it, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, me and him, me and Kobe, were both sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings, and – they score that touchdown, which I mean, we knew that was coming. They got the ball to start on the three.
2: Hold and on. Kobe- you knew that was coming? I had every belief we were kicking that field.
0: <laughs> but Kobe looks over at me. He goes, They just had negative yards on that touchdown drive. I was like, What do how? I was like, I was like, No way. Y'all started on the three and scored a touchdown. You had to have gotten at least three yards. He goes, No, there was the PI that took him to the one. And he's right. P.I. on third and goal to give them a first down from the one. They scored the next play, and it was legitimately a negative one-yard drive.
1: Good for them. But Tomlin set records, bro. Tomlin set records.
0: Turns out, so was Justin Herbert last night. He's the first quarterback in NFL history to have over 350 yards passing and over 90 yards rushing in a single game.
1: Yeah, they couldn't do anything to stop him on the ground. I mean, I, I know he threw for 350, but the thing that was more impressive to me was just his willingness to tuck the ball and go.
0: And get punched in the gut by <laughs> defensive linemen after plays.
1: Yeah. Hey, man, he didn't mean to.
0: Um, <laughs> that did sure did not. Look, I mean, he literally double hammer fisted him in the stomach.
1: I'm just telling you what he said after the fact.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, I, I didn't stand up and then jump back on top of a guy and hammer fist him in the chest. It, nope, not me.
1: After
2: watching it about 30 yeah. times, you know, because every, every other thing on Twitter was uh, the replay of that for a while. That was trending for, I think, just about till late in the morning today. Yep. But uh, I, I kind of blindly defended him right when it happened. You know, now now that I like watch, I was like, oh no, that's that's kind of, that's that's dirty. But like my brain couldn't compute like at first, like, oh, it's Cam Hayward. Like, obviously he wouldn't punch somebody. He's like the nicest teddy bear of a human ever. He just also is very good at football, you know. But so like watching back, and it's like ah, it's kind of aggravating.
0: Yeah, there's 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 a hefty fine coming his way.
2: But I stand by where uh, as much of an uh, influence is in that community, where he's the NFL PA guy for the, for, uh, the Steelers. He's the
1: uh, Walter Payton. Not almost every year. We've we've heard that before, though. Weren't those all the things that were said about Miles Garrett after he bashed in Mason Rudolph's
0: skull? Hmm. I feel like, uh, uh, Kobe, How? what was your reaction to that? Not being, you know, being a homer and everything, you know? Just it's the, exact it's, level. it's it's pretty much the same scenario. Dirty uh, play from a D line.
2: Uh, I mean, uh, Miles uh, Garrett was
0: worse. Miles Garrett was worse. Miles Garrett. He, he literally used the guy's worse. helmet as a weapon, but um. <laughs> and,
2: and I'll say that. You know, Miles Garretts was punches, also funnier. What? Yeah, yes, but typically when punches are thrown, it's usually just uh, what like no matter who does it, what team, it's usually. Uh, Oh emotions got a little too, um, you know, high, and maybe, you maybe like I'll get in the out of here because you know you need to separate them like when they're in a fight. But no, the the Miles Garrett one's a, a completely different thing because he ripped his helmet off and then used it as a weapon against him. That's then
1: that's you have completely...
0: fucking the the best part, the best thing that came out of that whole thing. Where's the fucking memes on Twitter of the pictures of Mason Rudolph with a dented in head?
2: Yeah, they, they, were, yeah. they were funny. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. It was so great. But, but yeah, no, if Cam Hayward ripped his helmet off and started beating him with it, I would have reacted negatively.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, what, a,
1: what other takeaways you guys have from, from this week?
2: Uh, the, Aaron Rodgers got outplayed by one o'clock Kirk Cousins.
0: Nah, Rodgers didn't get outplayed. The rest of the Packers did. Yeah, I that mean, defense, what, what that was defense a couldn't.
2: Was it 365 or 385? 85.
0: 385 touchdowns. and four touchdowns. No turnovers. And they lost. I think he had the most passing yards of the week and he lost. Definitely the most yards with no turnovers
1: uh yeah i thought he threw a pick no Uh -uh. all right
0: oh i do have something else i need to talk about taylor heineke i qb1 i was gonna say i just was talking him up on the fantasy affair pod on thursday And then he went out and did that. And I said on the pod, I didn't think that he is the long-term solution in Washington. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. I think he might be the long-term solution in Washington.
1: I said that at the beginning of the season, dude, Heineken's the answer. At least why not?
0: Oh, why not? Why not run with him?
1: I mean, I I don't mean literally run with him. I mean why not stick
0: with him? Because he No, also literally run with him. He has wheels.
1: I know, but he hasn't
2: played poorly in any
0: game that I can recall.
2: And he has, he has competed with very heavily with uh, Tom Brady twice now. Yeah. Almost beat him in the postseason and then did just beat him this season.
0: Yeah. And then spoils Cam Newton's homecoming, which by the way, Cam looked good.
2: Yeah. What? Two something to 250, right? No, he put up
0: like a 26 in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. He had a good day, and he like his throws looked pretty. Like from what I saw of that game, I was watching Red Zone, so it was just when it came up. But he looked, he looked he like looked the on the money, twenty fifteen. Like, and for that to be his first NFL action of the season, you know, that's probably, you know, you you would think that's right around his floor. You know, like he's only going to get better from them from there, and you would think, who knows, but. Yeah, both quarterbacks in that game looked good. Um,
1: I, I got I got two I want to throw out real quick. Yeah. So, again, giving ourselves props. We've been talking about the Dolphins offense. They can push the ball downfield to, again, 8.3 yards per attempt this week. So, again, pushing the ball down the field. And we've talked about how that's going to help Jalen Waddle's production. And then the second thing I saw, I saw a stat line that made me do a triple take. I did watch the game at uh, the Rondell Moore stat line. Did you guys see it? I haven't seen his stat line. No,
0: I watched some of that game. But
1: uh, 11 targets, 11 catches for 51 yards. So Freak. it was on screens and jet screen. sweeps. That's right. So, again, that's to me, if you're going to throw the, a rookie the ball 11 times, that bodes well for his long-term yep. upside. 11 targets, 11 catches. Again, that's 51 yards. All that means is he's getting underneath passes and they're expecting him to break it. He and eventually it he will. And that eventually doesn't include his will. rushing
2: attempts. I think he had four or five rushing attempts.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that surprised me. He was like, ooh, ooh, I got, I got Rondell on a couple. Which I think couple, that was more days.
2: the absence of uh, Chase Edmonds. So if you have that Rondell more, I would ride that now while you can. I think, think looking look into the future, though, next
1: year, year after
0: yeah definitely a good, good guy to have in dynasty um speaking of wide receivers getting rushing attempts um mm-hmm. Debo when yeah. when we said we jokingly said in the offseason that we believe that the Niners could put anybody in that backfield proved it Also well, when we said that we were mainly talking about running backs but then the Niners were like, nah, we can literally be anybody. We'll put Trent Williams at running back. He's going to get 350 on the ground. We don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking Sammy, you're, you're 28 this week. Get out there. <laughs> I might be a little old for this, but I'll get my ass out there. I'll, hey, I'll get two yards of carry.
0: I also have a um, have a theory that the Seahawks are taking the 12th man too seriously, and they're literally ripping fans out of the stands and putting them in jerseys and making them play corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw jump ball to AJ green and I saw the cornerback. I don't remember who the cornerback was, but I literally, I just went who never had heard of this dude in my entire life. And then later in the game, Russell Wilson fired a ball, like five rows into the stands. I said, he's legit testing people's hands to figure out who's going to be cornerback next possession. But yeah, that that Seahawks team looks rough. Very, very rough. I mean, you lost to Colt McCoy. And Colt McCoy don't exactly look good. They had Colt McCoy and a quarterback. I'm pretty certain DeAndre Hopkins is hurt. Yes. They're missing their starting quarterback, starting wide receiver, and starting halfback. And you still lost to them. That is bad. Jets so, yeah, the Jets are, uh, so, so, the jets so, hold are smiling. On.
1: Hold on, Colt McCoy, I thought he had a better game than you just gave him credit for. He threw for 328, two touchdowns, no picks.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that Colt McCoy had a bad game. I'm saying Colt McCoy is not good. The Seahawks are just worse. Fair enough. That yeah. I will agree with. But with that jump into our game picks for the week we'll kick things off and go over our records for last week this is of course pending monday night football we all have tom brady and the bucks over the giants so add a win to everybody or a loss to everybody based on the results of this game
2: i'm pretty confident it'll be adding
0: a win brady just threw a pick it did um, oh, wait, absolutely absolutely not brady's fault He threw it into Mike Evans' chest and he dropped it up into the air.
2: One of of them upwards drops.
0: Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Takes true skill to do it that way.
2: Right.
0: I stand by if a pick happens as a result of that. I think it should be minus two to Mike Evans' fantasy stat Mm -hmm. line, not Brady. Just putting it up. Start a petition. Start a GoFundMe. Start a GoFundMe. No, I'm going to make a fucking, I'm going to make a petition on a change.org going on change.org after the game. Um, but so on the week, Sammy, 10 and 4, putting him up to 106 and 58 on the season. I went 8 and 6 on the week, putting me at 103 and 61. So both myself and Sammy cracked 100 this week. Kobe on the week right now, 7 and 7, um, putting him at 88 and 69 on the year. Nice. I want to come back. So we'll get right into our game picks. Of course, we're going to start with Turkey Day in this week's Shots Fired. Everybody. As always, with Shots Fired, the boys will have a set amount of time to make their pick. They'll throw out an X Factor as well. That time, of course, will be 30 seconds. First matchup we got here, Chicago and Detroit at Ford field on Thanksgiving. Of course, Lions and Cowboys, always a Thanksgiving day game. Um, yeah. What have you got for me, Sammy?
1: So as much as I want to take the lions, it's at home, it's Thanksgiving day. They usually play better. Uh, Oh man, I just, I I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to take the bears. Bears have been playing pretty decently lately. Um, you know, kind of getting into that mold that Minnesota was in earlier this season where they're playing some close games, uh, but they're, they're just not winning them. So I'm going to go Chicago, and I'm going to go Justin Fields as my X Factor. Uh, I think he has another solid game, both on the ground and passing. Kobe. If he's, if he's playing, is he, is he playing? Have we heard anything on him? I know he went out this week.
0: Um, they said that his ribs aren't broken. That's all we got. All right. So I'm going to assume he's playing probably play through some bruised ribs hope that the team doctor doesn't puncture his lung because that shot will probably be involved
2: and hey, you might have Andy Dalton in fantasy then you'll never know
0: yeah uh, Kobe what you got
2: um, I'm I think I'm going to take the Bears um, they're competing with much better teams than the Lions I, I, I think it's simply they're just better um, than the Lions Lions aren't going to win this week either uh X is gonna be whoever's a quarterback, just um, you know, if it's obviously we hope it's fields, but whoever ends up stepping up, they need to, you know, complete passes and shit.
0: Yep. I got Chicago here as well. They're just like like you said, Kobe, they're just a better team. Um, next game here. I think this is the best game that we're gonna have on Thanksgiving. Cowboys hosting the Raiders. Kobe, we'll start with you.
2: I hate both these franchises. <laughs> just one of those, like just, just everyone sucks. Um, I'm going to take the um, Cowboys. You know, it's at home Thanksgiving day. They, t- uh, they tend to play well Thanksgiving. This was traditionally the last good game Romo would play all year. Um, but my expectation be Jack Prescott uh, continuing to be in his words, a big motherfucker.
0: Yo, Sammy, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to go Dallas as well. Um,
1: my X factor is just going to be generically speaking that offense. Um, they did not look good against a suspect Kansas City Chiefs defense this week. I think they bounce back. I think they look good. I think they get the ground game going, whether that's Ezekiel Elliott at 100 or or Pollard fills in for him. And I think they, uh, I I think they crush them.
0: Yeah, I got Dallas here as well. Um, I think this is their get right game, but I do think it will be a good game. Night game on Thanksgiving. Saints hosting the Bills as the Bills look to bounce back from getting their shit pushed in. Sammy, what you got?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills, but I don't feel 100% confident about it. I think the uh, the Saints defense is solid. I think they can make the Bills more one dimensional than they typically like to be. Uh, so that's gonna be my X factor. The Saints defense. The Saints defense performs. Uh, to, to the level that we could expect of them, they could win this game, but I'm going to go Bills. Kobe, I'm going to say Bills, and it's going to be. Uh, I think it's
0: as
2: simple as they're going to try and uh, beat the fuck out of the Saints uh, to hopefully get Sean McDermott's foot out of their ass. Um, the way it's it wasn't a crime to lose to Indianapolis; it was a crime to get absolutely bullied and do nothing all game. Um, so I think they're just going to want it more. X-Factor is obviously, uh, as Sammy was talking about, uh, it's the most uh, reliant on their quarterback team, I
0: think, in the league. Uh, maybe. Um, Yep, yeah, I got Buffalo here as well. Uh, play, plain and simple for me, I'm refusing to pick the Saints until they start Taysom um, Hill. Next matchup. Bengals hosting the Steelers. We are on to Sunday now. By the way, Bengals Steelers in Cincinnati. Kobe, it's your team, so we'll go to you first.
2: Um, I'm going to take the Steelers. X factor is uh, T.J. Watt if he plays. If he, you know, you know, what can we expect out of him? You know, he, he missed the last Bengals game, um, and we definitely missed him there. Um, hopefully, we get him this week. But, yeah, that's pretty much the X factors if he show, if he plays and if he shows up when he plays.
1: Sam, who about you? I'm going to go Cincinnati. Uh, I think the Cincinnati offense is – it's an enigma right now. Uh, I think they're going to get it right eventually. Uh, Joe Burrow threw for 148 last week. Didn't turn the ball over, but uh, I think you need a, a, a bigger game from him. I think you can expect that. So, I'm going to go Joe Burrow led uh, Bengals.
0: Right, yeah, I got um, I got the Bengals here as well it's in Cincinnati, and I think that they're also just the better team. Should be a good one. The rivalry games, especially as tight as that AFC North is, that's going to be a good game.
2: And, and uh, one thing I've noticed as being a Steelers fan is they start to play better as the weather gets colder. So hopefully Jamar Chase don't like the cold when he just keeps dropping the ball.
0: Um next matchup we got here I think this might be a great game Colts Bucks in Indy yeah I'm excited for this one I don't know if y'all are Sammy what you got
1: I'm gonna go with the Colts and I think the x-factor is the uh, the running game right now JT's unstoppable let's see if the Bucks defense can rise up and and do some things and it makes everything easier for Carson Wentz when he's got Jonathan Taylor running like he is, do a little play action pass. We talked about his, his poor stat line in terms of yards this week. Uh, but he was efficient. I think that's all he needs to do, especially against a, a Bucks defense that's kind of suspect in the secondary. So expect some big shots from him. Uh, but I think the Colts win this game.
0: Kobe. Before
2: I would have taken the Bucks guaranteed and the X factor would have been uh, Carson Wentz doesn't perform under pressure. But after watching last week and watching him duck sacks and continue and continue on the play, I'm actually going to take uh, the Colts, and I'm going to say it's Carson Wentz's ability to perform under pressure um, with that big D-line coming out.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm right with both of y'all. I, it feels weird to not pick Tom Brady, but what's always been the key to beating Tom Brady, keep him off the field. The Colts can do that with JT. I got Indy.
1: Oh, we went all three of us for Indy. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. got to
1: be a dog.
0: <laughs> no need no cats, no meows in here. Next matchup we got, speaking of cats, there's a big cat, the Panthers taking on the Dolphins in Miami. Sammy, what you got?
1: Uh, these are two teams that I think are going in opposite directions, but I am going to go with Carolina in this case. Uh, I think Cam Newton would be the X-Factor, um, you know, he's been there. He's done it. So I'm going to go Carolina in what I think is a very, very close low-scoring game.
0: Kobe.
2: I'm going to say uh, Panthers, and I would say it's Cam Newton. Um, I think he played very well, um, even though they lost. I think he'll play even better after he's relearned the offense, and they and, and got a little bit more uh, comfortable, you know, behind, behind center. So I'm, I'm going to say Cam Newton, and I'm going to say big day from him. I'm going to say 300 passing yards, at least 50 rushing yards. All
0: right. Yeah. Um, I've got Carolina here as well. I think. I I, I like Cam Newton. I, I it's so strange for me to say that because I have been like so anti Cam Newton forever. But I think I like Cam to actually play good football. So, yeah. Got Carolina on that one. Next matchup we got here. This is a great game. Patriots hosting the Titans. Bills fans will be watching this one very closely. I will be as well. Kobe, what you got?
2: Uh, I'm going to say Patriots, even though – I've said all year the Titans not only play down to competition, they also play up. Um, They beat teams better than them. They lose to teams worse than them, but I still say uh, Patriots, and it's going to be on the back of Mac Jones, who is going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Um, He keeps proving it every week. Um, And that defense uh, consistently forcing turnovers and uh, uh, giving the offense short fields.
1: Sammy. Yeah, that last piece is, is what I think. Uh, it's going to be the Patriots. It's going to be the Patriots defense rising up and uh, making life hell for Tannehill. They don't have a whole lot of options in the backfield. A.J. Brown has been hurt all season. Julia, Julio Jones has been out. Um, you know, So they don't have any big play threats really in the passing game. Uh, I think that Patriots defense schemes something up, and uh, I, th- I think they win this by two scores in the end.
0: Here we go. Belichick versus product of Belichick. Um, and I'm taking the student beats the master. I got the Titans on this one. Next game.
1: Doesn't scare, that doesn't scare you after they just lost to the Texans.
0: Nah, okay. every, every team has a bad loss. Well, that's their second one. Cause they lost to the jets too. Shh. Everything's fine. Um, Next game we got here divisional matchup, Giants hosting the Eagles. Giants kind of getting healthy right now. I um, think it could be a good game. Kobe, what you got?
2: Giants about to get bullied. I I, I don't think it's close, and it's on the back of Jalen Hurts. He's looked good the last few weeks. They seem to finally have found a, a game plan that works for him. Uh, it's going to be ground and pound run that
0: run game all week all game. And Giants gonna suck. Sammy, what you got?
1: Yeah, so I actually think the Giants have have improved tremendously, and if you watch, they're they're playing the Bucks pretty tough right now. I still think the Eagles win this game for the same reason. I think Jalen Hurts is too much to, to scheme up, but uh, I think it, I think this ends up being a close game. The Giants are kind of a surprise team right now in this stretch of
0: games. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I got Philly, too. I think could be a good game, but it could also be a Philly blowout. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go Eagles here. <laughs> Here's this week's toilet bowl. Jags-Falcons in Jacksonville. Kobe.
2: First of all, look at the next game down. That's the toilet bowl.
0: You're right. Yes, he
2: is. Um, anyway, uh, Falcons. And it's going to be Matt Ryan scoring more than two fantasy points.
1: That's the X factor. Sammy. I was going to go with the same pick and the same uh, X factor, but I'll change it up a little bit and say uh, it's going to be Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts goes off as a, as a big game that we've kind of been waiting for all season. So Falcons, Kyle Pitts, with a, uh, a small shout-out to Matt Ryan.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm minor to points? uh sammy (laughs) let's just
2: combine our points matt ryan and kyle pitts to uh combine for more than eight fantasy points in ppr
0: there you go um yeah so i'm down two games to sammy i was kind of 50 50 on this one he picked atlanta i'm gonna go jacksonville
1: any reason other than just you're down
0: i uh, this game is a complete wild card for me and i think that's a point where i could get a game back Fair enough. That's all I got. I thought about,
1: take, I thought about taking Jacks too.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm super, Speaking of games, I'm super 50-50 on. Uh, Jets Texans. This and Kobe is correct. That is the week's toilet bowl. I can promise you there are two games in that one o'clock time slot I won't watch, and it's those two. Um, so yeah, Sammy, what you got with that one?
1: I am going to go with the Jets, and uh, the reason is I think that their skill position players are better. Uh, Michael Carter, I think, is a solid rookie running back. Uh, Elijah Moore is a solid wide receiving piece. Uh, I like what they kind of built there offensively for the future. And it, they they hit the O line pretty hard in the draft. So uh, I think this Jets team, if, if it's a big if, if they can get their shit together, can turn the corner here, not this season, but in the future. Uh, but uh, I think they win this game either way at Texas or
0: Kobe. So, so
2: who's starting quarterback this week is it still uh, mike white
0: uh well this week it was flacco
2: yeah um yeah i still say jets done uh i say jets
0: no need for an x-factor no one cares about this game um <laughs> pretty much um, i mean yeah I'm actually um I'm taking the Texans on this one. I think Tyrod Taylor looked pretty good last week, and I think he's gonna keep doing that. I got Houston.
2: Quinn, you can't you can't only disagree with Sammy on the shitty games that are 50-50 toss up. Uh,
0: no, I was taking Houston no matter what there. Tyrod is way less prone to turn the ball over than whoever the Jets throw out can there. We,
1: can we can we do a timeout real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Tyrod threw for 107 yards. Yeah, but did he turn the what do you, ball over? What do, you, what do you mean he looked good?
0: He had rushing too. He was good on the ground. 20,
1: too. Tw- 28 yards rushing. All right. He had two TDs, but 28 TDs. yards rushing on six carries. It wasn't a great game.
0: What's did he, he turn the good? ball over? Also, you can't fault him on yards. Ryan Tannehill was busy giving them the ball on their side of the field the entire game with his five turnovers. Remember,
2: they only had 190 yards of offense, period. Yeah. So the fact that over a hundred of them were from uh Tyrod, that's actually like
0: what'd you say it was? A hundred they had hundred ninety wow. yards period. What'd you say it was yeah. passing for Tyrod, Sammy? 107. 107? Then another say 30, it was say 28. So almost 130 with 190 yards. That's yeah, 140. Bro, that's yeah. a low bar. That's a low bar you're prepared to just saying there there's right. only fifty yards that the team put up that he didn't single-handedly account for
1: okay they'd be better with davis mills That's my thought
0: yeah i don't know i i i would i think if i'm the texans i'd be playing more davis mills what do you got to lose play the young guy that's right you play your rookie yeah let him get his fucking reps in let tyron lose another job to an injury just let it happen but oh my god I'm sorry, I just saw the ticket price. $10. $10. Bro, my dinner costs more than that. And I went to fucking Burger King. You can go to this game for less than it costs to go to Burger King and get a meal. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please come please. <laughs> they're saying just look. Honestly, we'll take a chicken. Y'all got a chicken, you don't even have to buy it with money. We'll just take a chicken.
2: After kickoff, they might just let you in.
0: <laughs> so, that might be the cheapest game ticket I've ever seen. Um but next game we got here, AFC West Divisional game. Broncos hosting the Chargers. C- Kobe, who you got?
2: I'm going to say the Broncos. Um, the Broncos always do better, do really well at home. They they, they have that you know, the high uh, altitude advantage. Chargers have a history of choking games. They almost choked one of the Steelers, uh, except for one of the most awesomely timed blitzes I've ever seen. Um, I'm going to say it's... Uh, Broncos. And I think the X factor is the inability the Chargers have to close out games.
1: Sammy. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, I think we, we see that offense continue to, to put up points, put up yards. Uh, I'm still not a believer in the Broncos, even though they've got some, some nice wins against teams like Dallas, who I think are really damn good. Uh, this is a big game, though, in the AFC West. You know, six and four against five and five. So. I think it's going to be the Chargers. I think Herbert and that offense is the X factor, but it'll be a good one.
0: Yep. I realized after uh, like partway through the Steelers game, the Chargers fully controlled their own destiny because they have all the tiebreakers right now. And this win against the Broncos puts them at 3-0 in the division and would put them same record as the Chiefs, but with that tiebreaker. So um, I think Chargers win this game. Go ahead and take back first place in the division where I think they are the best team, even though they don't always act like it. Um, oh, this is a good game, too. This has got to be America's Game of the Week right here. Um, Packers hosting the Rams. Sammy, what you got for me? I'm
1: going to take the Packers because it's in Green Bay. But the X Factor is definitely going to be Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think that – I mean, it, it's obvious that, that Rams defense is really, really good. So, uh, I think he has to have a very efficient game and and push the ball downfield not get too conservative you've seen that in the past so aaron Rodgers is my ex-factor green bay wins it wouldn't be surprised to see it go the other way though.
0: kobe
2: it's rare that your quarterback throws for just shy of 400 yards four touchdowns it doesn't turn the ball over and your team loses uh, i think rogers is going to come out and do exactly what he did this week and the rest of the team is going to rise up uh the side of them so the x factor is someone else on the packers helping rogers um they're going probably big uh, <laughs> question is the odell curse real
0: nah and i'll tell you why because i'm taking the rams and i think i got rogers turning the ball over twice in this one one's going to be an int the other one strip sack von miller he's going to get his welcome to la moment with a strip sack on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, give me the Rams.
1: Hey, Kobe, just just to make sure you went Green Bay, right? I did go Green Bay, yes.
0: All right. Next game we got here, the third and only other game in the afternoon slot, Niners hosting the Vikings. Sammy, what you got?
1: Another good game this week. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Niners. Uh, I think that Minnesota is a little bit too inconsistent. And uh, I, I still like that run game. Doesn't matter who's back there, like we talked about earlier from the Niners. And Garoppolo is doing just enough to kind of, kind of keep me intrigued from a fantasy perspective. So uh, I'll go Niners. And my X factor is just going to be that, that ball control offense that they run.
0: Kobe.
2: I'm going to go uh, Vikings. And I'm going to say that uh, Dalvin Cook watched Jonathan Taylor and Esther Austin both score uh four or five and four touchdowns respectively and uh he's gonna go get four or five of his own
0: all right bold take there dalvin cook goes ape shit um yeah i got the niners here um i was actually really upset when sammy took them because i thought i might have been alone taking them but san fran looks good and they've looked really good since kittles come back so yeah give me san francisco Sunday Night Football, this is an awesome, awesome game. And I think we're really going to see a lot of the AFC North come into the true picture this week with two divisional games in the AFC North. This one, Ravens hosting the Browns. Sammy?
1: I don't know what to make of the Browns right now. They are an enigma. Uh, I know Lamar is supposed to be back. They said he had the flu, right? Mm -hmm. So just a sickness. It wasn't COVID. So he should be back this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore because I, first of all, he's my X factor, but the Browns just as a a team, since the Odell Beckham thing happened, they've just fallen apart, man. I don't know what to make of them. I really like them, but Baltimore's my pick here.
0: Kobe.
2: So I'm going to say, I don't don't know if Lamar's playing or not. I'm assuming it's going. He's going to go.
0: He was just sick.
2: It was just sick. That's what I figured. So I'm going to say Lamar Jackson runs all over him. Um, it's going to be uh, the Ravens.
0: Yeah, I got Baltimore here as well. The Browns don't even have a receiver at this point because Jarvis Landry's hurt too. I don't know who the hell their wide receiver one is now, but it can't be pretty.
1: Well, he had 30% of their target share last week too. And if he's hurt and not able to go, I mean, where, just like you said, where the hell do they throw the ball?
0: Yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones season. It's the only other receiver that I know of on the Browns, and that's just because his name is comedy to me. I don't know. It's like the Saints with little Jordan Humphrey. All right. Monday Night Football, Washington football team, Seahawks. Kobe.
2: Um, Washington. You said Washington Seahawks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Washington. Um, I think it's with Taylor Heineke. He seems to uh, have an ability to play in primetime. He seems to have an ability to to out uh, play better or uh, play better against uh, big name quarterbacks, I'm going to say he he outperforms uh, Russ and Washington wins.
0: Kobe, sorry, Sammy. Kobe just,
1: Kobe just went, so Sam's going to go. He's going to say Washington in this game. Um, kind of like I just said with the Browns. I don't know what the hell to make it the Seahawks, man. Like they they are a weird team. They should be better than they are. Um, especially offensively, and, and it might go down to that injury. If you look at the Pete Carroll interview after the game, like he, he left the press conference and had to come back. It's, it's a mess in Seattle. That's my X factor is just the dysfunction that's going on up there in the, the Pacific Northwest.
0: Yeah, Sammy, you might not know what to make of the Seahawks, but I think I do. They're bad. Washington. You know...
2: That's your X factor. They they're bad.
0: They're bad. But I'll tell you what isn't bad. Nice, well cooked steak. And that is this week's prime beef take.
2: Thanks, Quinn. Here at Prime Beef Takes, we recycle. We believe uh, in helping the environment. We recycle. Just like I'm going to recycle last week's prime beef take for the second consecutive week. Last week, Adam Schefter tweeted for the second consecutive week, which was week ten. Um, four teams below 500 beat division leaders. That makes eight most in weeks nine and 10 since 1970. This week it happened another three times. Um, so that's 11 teams in three weeks that are, have a losing record that are beating division leaders. Um, it It's just yet another, I don't, I'm starting to wonder, it's not overlooking the, um, those bad teams anymore i just think we're in a really weird spot where there aren't very many bad teams
0: even the bad teams aren't bad
2: right like the, with the exception of a few like the, but even even they get, even, they get wins, I was gonna
0: say, so. even yeah but one of those one of those games that involves that tweet is a team that we would say was bad the houston texans
2: yeah, yeah it's weird. the texans the jaguars got a win i think it was against the Dolphins, but it wasn't one of those wins, but uh
0: definitely not. And
2: the, what the was the Jets beat the Titans? Uh right?
1: Mm-hmm. Jets beat the Titans. Yeah, it but was that was
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Jets yeah. Jets have beat the Bengals.
0: It's weird. It's it weird is, Yeah.
2: But, but all of that is to say that no matter what, Detroit will always suck, and that is USDA approved.
0: There you go. Yeah, It's it's crazy. All these really bad teams beating these division leaders. It's kind of bullshit. But it's not number one. It's not Sammy's number one bullshit.
1: Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Hey, thanks, Quinn. So, I've got my number one bullshit for this week, but I'm going to tell a quick story. Because as I'm sitting here watching uh, or, or on this podcast, there's a Florida State basketball game that's going on. They're playing – a tournament at the University of North Florida. It reminded me of a time when I was a sophomore in high school, playing in a basketball tournament, and uh, had a really, really good tournament. Ended up being being one of the players of the tournament. But in the championship game, I went to throw a pass and committed one of those stupid, egregious moves that you shouldn't do as a point guard. I left my feet to pass the ball at about mid court, dropped the ball, uh, picked it back up. It was a travel, I knew it was a travel. I was angry with myself. Uh, I said pick it back up. I didn't pick it back up. Ball still bouncing on the, on the court right in front of me. Ref is standing next to me. And I went to kick it with my foot and just pop it up like you would a soccer ball. And I mishit it. And I kicked it the entire length of the gym, where Florida State is currently playing right now. Kicked it the entire length of the gym. And the ref looked at me, shrugged his shoulders like, sorry, bro, I got to do it. Tecked me up and actually threw me out of the game. And uh, just watching this game reminded me of of that bullshit. But that's not my number one bullshit. My number one bullshit is LeBron James. Did you guys see this play from yesterday? Yes. What a dirty-ass foul that was. So if you guys haven't seen it, there's a free throw. LeBron's boxing out with the center from the Detroit Pistons. His name's Isaiah Stewart. Never heard of him. He's not a very good player. They call him Beef Stew. He gets gets into LeBron's body a little bit. I would believe it, though. I mean, you look at him. He's a big dude. He gets into LeBron's body a little bit. And LeBron from behind just throws an elbow or with, with Isaiah Stewart behind him, throws an elbow, hits him in the face, splits his eye open, five stitches, the guy's got to get, and the dude just goes shit. which I don't blame him. I probably would have too, because it's that dirty of a foul. Um, he went a little bit overboard. He's running across the court, trying to dive through bodies and, and piles of people to get to LeBron. Um, but just, just a dirty play, especially from a guy who... Talks nonstop. He's so thin-skinned. Talk about LeBron here. Uh, he, he's just an annoying individual uh, when it comes to him as a person. And then to see him do some shit like that. Uh, he got suspended for a game. Isaiah Stewart got suspended for two. Uh, it, it was just it was a bullshit play and, and something I wish he had been penalized a little bit more for because it was just absolutely deliberate and dirty.
0: That's my number one bullshit. Yeah. I will say Isaiah Stewart's not bad. He's just young. He's actually – I think he's going to develop into a really good center in the NBA. Just, just, just wanted to throw that out there. He's going to be one of the pieces of the building block of that young Pistons team.
1: He's, he's got a different body type than a lot of guys in the NBA now. He's shorter and stockier. Um, he's just – Built
0: like Bam Adebayo.
1: He is. He is. And you look what Bam Adebayo can do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, a, he's going to be a decent player, but he's not that right now.
0: Yeah, he's, he's got talent. He's just raw. But, yeah. Um,
2: Another big piece of bullshit out of, out of that real quick. Sorry to interrupt, Quinn. Um, LeBron got a suspended one game. Stewart got suspended two, which I think is kind of bullshit that LeBron got a lesser suspension when he's the one that started it. I'm not saying Stewart shouldn't get suspended at least a couple games.
0: It should be the same both hurt. ways. If not jump, more for jumping
2: over people. But was, remember, the it, only reason he was trying to jump through people was to beat the hell out of LeBron, who punched him in the fucking
1: eye.
0: He gave, her, was, fucking, the, he gave him the people's elbow. Um, it, was the, it was the reaction.
1: If he had just reacted like that initially and been done, I think he would have been fine. But I think he it went after LeBron four, four different times, I believe, he went after him. Yeah. They were yeah, actually worried. I, 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 don't you, I don't know if you read the article about it. But apparently they were concerned that he was going to go in the locker room on the Piston side, go through the back of the building and come back out on the Lakers sideline to try to fight him again. So they had a, a guy from the Pistons standing there at the tunnel just to make sure he didn't come back around and try to fight him again.
0: Yeah, that, um, that little tidbit about the locker room, that reminds me, um, I was working West Virginia hockey this weekend on uh, Saturday got to talking to a few of the uh, parents of one of the players and we were talking about when the uh, the head coach for SUNY Cortland's d1 team got angry at the officiating in one of the games and he started throwing water coolers and trash cans and cones and pucks and hockey sticks onto the ice mid uh, near the end of the third period of a game and the um, the the mom, of this guy told me one of the funniest coaching moments I've ever heard. So this team, they had a guy, it was their coach. It was a uh, a junior team. And the coach was like 31 and he had just retired from playing hockey over in Europe. Like it was his first year not being a player, but now being a coach. It was like the third game of his coaching tenure. And he got mad at one of the players on the other team on the ice proceeds to hop the bench and chase his ass. I love it around the rink. Literally, apparently, according to this mom, don't know how much this is a fisherman's tale, but it's hilarious if it's all true. Chased him into the locker room. How that,
1: by the way, way he, he did not a, have
0: a job after that day. But that's hilarious. Some Danbury,
1: that's some Danbury trasher shit right there. <laughs> when I drove back, when I drove back from uh, from Boston, they now have a sign. I used to go to Boston all the time for work. And I haven't been in, in a couple of years now, so I would have noticed this sign. They just put it up after that 30 for 30 came out on ESPN for the, uh, the arena. And all it says on the interstate is former home of the Danbury tra- uh, Trashers. So it's like they're, <laughs> they're still promoting. If you guys don't, aren't familiar with the Danbury Trashers, watch that ESPN 30 for 30. It's priceless. Oh, man. It's got mob ties, it's got goons, it's got fights, it's got teams getting kicked out of the the league, it's got a 17-year-old general manager. It's a priceless, priceless story.
2: Oh, God. I want to point out that none of that concerned me until 17-year-old general manager. That's (laughs) the one that made me turn my head. Not the mob ties, not the... Nope, it was the minor somehow
1: uh, managing
2: the entire team.
1: If you haven't watched... Obviously, you haven't watched this... This documentary. Go and find it on ESPN Plus. It is a price I I wonder, 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 wonder. how to half watch. Do it, dude. It's 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 funny.
0: Oh my God. That's oh, like
2: homework oh when it has to do with uh, sports. Like that's cool. That's
0: the... All I can think of when I hear seventeen-year-old general manager, all I can think of is like back in like the Middle Ages when like a king would die and some fourteen-year-old would take the throne and every country around him would take advantage of it. That's all yeah, I can like think of. Seven
2: different times in Game of Thrones. Never watched. It. Spoiler alert! I've not watched it either, but
0: like I've heard about it. But I have. I have watched
1: it, and I can not confirm you guys are correct.
0: You know, maybe you want to tell us about you know, Game of Thrones. Maybe you want to talk to us about. Hockey, maybe you want to shoot. You know, this is what I want, listeners. Tweet me the your favorite thing that you've ever seen a coach do. That's I. I need I. I need a good laugh, and I think that'll provide it. So yeah, tweet me your favorite thing a coach has ever done. Um, and if you want to tweet me that, you got to know what our twitters are. Kobe, where can they find you?
2: Uh, at Beef thirty six. I'll talk to you about look, look, football. Tell me funny things a coach does. Funniest thing I've seen a coach do. Uh, Mike Tomlin tripping Jacoby Jones on the sideline.
0: Sammy, where can they find you?
1: At Samuel underscore Gordon. Um, Yeah, hit me up if you want to talk anything. Cigars, fantasy football, regular football, basketball, uh, going to Boston. I don't care. Scotch. Everything's in play for me. So hit me up.
0: And Sammy, favorite coaching thing you've seen?
1: Oh, see, you guys got me on the spot. I'm trying to trying to go back in my memory banks. I mean, just you, you can't hate on Woody Hayes running on the field and just punching a dude from Clemson back in uh, it was 79, I think <laughs> in, in the Gator i think it was the Gator bowl, maybe it's the citrus bowl. Uh, oh my God. But, I don't know about this story at all. Oh yeah. Okay. So Clemson and, and Ohio state are playing in a, uh, in a bowl game. Like I said, it's either Gator bowl or citrus bowl. And, Player from Clemson makes a tackle on the sideline. And is it's kind of, it would have been taunting nowadays, but I think he was like flexing on the sideline or or just talking shit at least on the sideline. And Woody Hayes' his old ass, who was in his 70s at this this point, just doesn't even hesitate. He gets onto the field and just throws a haymaker at this Clemson player. It's a uh, it's it's pretty sweet. <laughs> oh my so, god. Non-coaching related, also in a college football game, there was a play where I think it was Billy Cannon was the, was the player. who won the Heisman Trophy in the 50s for LSU. And I, I, I could be a little bit off here. I might have to go back and do some research. I think it was Billy Cannon returning a kick, and a dude on the sideline sitting on the bench. I don't even think he had his helmet on. Just got pissed that dude was going to return this kick for a touchdown, and he sprints off the sideline and tackles dude at like the thirty. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, was, that one was old school. That's, like I said, I think Billy Cannon won the Heisman at 56 or 57. So it was around that time frame. But it's, it's fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I said, I you can find me on Twitter, Quinn underscore Cusky. Like I said, please tweet me your favorite coaching moment because this shit's always hilarious. And I will give the, uh, the full SUNY Cortland story. So it was um, SUNY Cortland Hockey. It was their division one team playing West Virginia's D2 team. We played Friday and Saturday, beat the fuck out of them on Friday. And then we were up, I think, seven to four in this game with like a minute 20 to go in the third period. And their goalie comes out of the net to play a puck. Our players going after it. He gets tied up with a defenseman for SUNY Cortland. Both of them run through the goalie completely wipe him out. They stop play because the goalie's down hurt. The other thing is this is the backup goalie. They pulled the starter at five goals. So now backup goalie kind of gimps his way to the bench. The guy who started the game in net and has already given up five is coming back in. And the coach just assumes that there's going to be a penalty because we, and as far as he's concerned, we ran their goalie, but it was no penalty due to the fact that they were tied up Um, And it was, you know, incidental contact. It was just violent incidental contact. Um, Their coach proceeds to lose his ever-loving mind, and he fires a bucket of hockey pucks. He throws 37 cones onto the ice. A tire. Why there was a tire on the bench, I'll never know. But a tire, two water coolers, a trash can, hockey sticks, and then proceeds to take the entire bench and throw it on the ice. I love it. It's, it. Oh, and it was. Oh, no.
1: Go ahead, go ahead. Let's finish your story. Sorry.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to say there are only two games I've ever two hockey games I've ever been at that were called early. They ended the game at this point. They just said we're done. And then this weekend I was working scoring table and PA announcing at our Division Three game, and there was just an all out brawl, and the the Mountaineers were up like nine to four. And the ref just comes over to the scorer's table. He goes, I'll come around and help you figure out how to get the stat sheet right once we have this figured out, but uh, we're done. there was like a minute, eight seconds left in the game. He's like, we're done. There are still people fighting behind me. We're done.
1: One other one I want to mention. I know Maddie and I talked about this before you got on the pod, Quinn. Did you guys see the minor league uh, manager? I think he was a AAA manager in in the Braves organization where he did an army crawl grabbed the rosin bag and threw it like it was a grenade at
0: the umpire. <laughs> oh my God. I did see that. John boy did a breakdown on it. I did see that. Yes. Yes. That is Fucking also, hilarious.
1: That, that actually would have been my favorite if I had thought about it at the time.
0: I got, I do have, I do have a baseball one. It was when um, Trey Turner for the nationals got called out for interfering on a throw when the throw was off target. And it hit him in the back because the catcher missed the throw and nationals manager, Davey Martinez comes out and he's talking about, he's like, this is, you know, th- trying to argue for Trey Turner and the ump tosses him, And the ump says that the reason Trey Turner was thrown out is he wasn't running in the baseline, but Trey Turner was running in the, if you know, baseball, you know, the first base base path is not actually in line with, with where first base is so players usually run inside of that first base path and that's all trey turner was doing he was just literally taking a straight line also base runners establish their own line but um but davy martinez proceeds to pick up the first base and he goes well fine if you want them to run over there then put the base here and spikes it where he thinks first base should be if they want him to run where they said he was where they said he should have been it's just oh i love it i love watching baseball managers like steal bases and shit that's shit, that, that that will never get old to me agreed but yeah with that we're going to head on out of here as always got a music moment for you bullet from my valentine it's off their new album i I did myself a disservice. I hadn't listened to this album until this weekend. It's actually been out since the beginning of November, and this is definitely the heaviest album Bullet for My Valentine has ever put out. It is badass. This was my favorite song off of it. It's called "Shatter." Check it out right here. We're out. Peace.
2: Later,
0: fellas.
2: Appreciate you.